The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today on Crawl Call, it's our Thanksgiving Survival Guide, and Life Coach Cynthia James tells us how to keep the calm during the holidays, especially at all those family gatherings. Plus, Emmy-winning stylist David Zyla has put together a Black Friday playbook to tell you how to win at shopping. And actress Jen Lilly talks about the days of her lives, days of our lives, and youthful days. All that and last-minute kitchen tips from the kitchen witch Lindsay Wells coming up today on Crawl Call. was the Friday before Thanksgiving and all through the Kroll Call house. I don't know how the rest of that story goes. We're just making it up as we go along. It's the first Thanksgiving of Kroll Call. And I thought that if you're anything like me, there are things about the holiday that get you stressed out. Whether it's the thought of spending all day in the kitchen, slaving over the stove and the oven, and worried that there's going to be enough food to eat, or trying to figure out what are you going to do when there are people in your home or you're going over to people's homes who you don't necessarily get along with. How do you get out of that situation in one piece? There are a lot of things that can possibly go wrong, but we're not going to worry about those today. In fact, we're going to give you ways that you can make your Thanksgiving less stressful. It is our first ever Thanksgiving Survival Guide, and we have a wonderful team of experts who are here to give you all sorts of advice to help you out. Cynthia James, she is joining the Crawl Call team as our life coach, and she will be back throughout the year to give us different topics and different ways to really live a more affirmative life. Well, today she's here to talk about all of those things that could possibly make us stressed out about Thanksgiving, the thought of maybe not having family members around, the thought of having family members around. There are a couple of different angles. She'll be joining us in a bit. And after Thanksgiving, a lot of people, well, actually, I guess on Thanksgiving now, a lot of stores are opening up more and more on Thanksgiving, which has created a bit of a debate. But typically, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, is a day that people camp up outside of the Walmart and the Best Buy and the Target to try to get $2 televisions and uh, $5 lawnmowers and sweaters that are buy one, get eight free, all sorts of great deals But how do you get the most out of your Black Friday shopping? Are the deals that you see on Black Friday really the best ones that you're going to get all year long? Well, I don't know the answer to that. But it's a good thing that we have someone who does. David Zyla has a new book out that tells you how to win at shopping on all different sorts of levels. And he's here to give us a Black Friday playbook so we know where to go, when to go, what to wear... I'm assuming it's a helmet, shoulder pads, and all sorts of other protective gear. We'll have him on in a bit to talk about what we need to do. And throughout the hour, 
Lindsay Wells, the Kitchen Witch, who has been a guest here on Crawl Call before. She's going to be giving us little nuggets of advice to make cooking a little easier this year. She's got some great ideas for appetizers, some great ideas of what to do with leftovers, and of course, her Kitchen Witch hints for making your food that you're already cooking the best that it can be. But we are going to kick things off with a wonderful actress who loves baking. So we're going to have to ask her what she's got planned for her Thanksgiving dinner table from Days of Our Lives and the digital series Youthful Days. Jen Lilly will be joining us in just a bit, but we have to take a quick break. So stay tuned because Kroll Call will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, I'm Lindsay Wells, the Kitchen Witch, with a helpful holiday tip. To avoid stress this Thanksgiving, prepare all your side dishes the day before. No more crazed mashing in a steamy kitchen for you. Just bring everything to room temperature before reheating and do so in a 350 degree oven. This can be done while your turkey rests and takes about 45 minutes while you and your guests enjoy a cocktail. Now let's get back to Dan with more of this week's special Thanksgiving Survival Guide edition of Crow Call. Thank you, Lindsay, for that tip. Lindsay will be popping up all through today's show with more Thanksgiving tips, so you'll be prepared just in case you're having 10,000 maniacs over for dinner. Oh, look what I did. (laughs) As you may have noticed, uh, I like giving guests their own little musical introductions, and my first guest is a wonderful actress who appears on Days of Our Lives and is also in the digital series Youthful Days. Jen Lilly is also a baker extraordinaire, so she is the perfect guest for today's show, and she just happens to be on set. So, Jen, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Dan. I've been looking forward to this for a while. You have your own little musical introduction. I figured <laughs> these are days. It's uh, not maybe it, one is D-A-Z-E, but, yeah, you know, we, we stretch it. It's artistic license here on the show. Absolutely. So I'm sure everyone knows us, but we're about a week away. It's less than a week, but we'll say a week just for the sake of of discussion from Thanksgiving. Do you know what you're going to be baking? Will you be baking anything special for the holiday meal? Um, I always, I pretty much do everything. (laughs) I'm such a foodie, so I'll be doing the turkey and, um, you know, we do, I do carrot mashed potatoes, which are phenomenal. They're a mix between potatoes and carrots. Uh, sounds awful. So tasty, though. Very rustic. No, it doesn't. Um, that sounds tasty. That sounds amazing. Oh, There's only two vegetables I like. <laughs> pecan pie, green bean casserole, broccoli casserole. Um, I'll probably do, you know, sweet potato rolls or muffins, um, scalloped apples, pecan pie, pumpkin pie, you know, the standard corn pudding. 
I do it all. <laughs> We've started off controversial. You said pecan. There are some people who will say pecan. They'll be pecan. Yes. So people will they have to weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> there are probably more ways to say that word than anything else. I people say it the southern way. <laughs> tweet all of your thoughts of how you pronounce it. But, you know, with Thanksgiving, <laughs> it isn't just about the food and it isn't just about being thankful, although those are very important parts. We know that, you know, Thanksgiving is also about giving back. And Jen, you've done some really good charitable work. In fact, you just had a bowling benefit for child help recently. How did that go? How did you get involved in? Why is child help important to you? Um, The event went really well. It will be ending up doing it um, every year. So I guess this year was the first annual celebrity bowling tournament. Um, You don't have to be good to bowl. I'm horrible. I think, you know, Lauren Bowles, who plays my little cousin on the show, Sierra, she's like nine. I think she just turned 10. She's double digits now. She definitely beat me. I mean, she like bowled me under the table. So I'm a terrible bowler, and I just kind of thought, you know, uh, child help, I got hooked in with them about three or four years ago, and I just think that every child deserves a happy childhood. And these are children that have been brutally abused, um, I mean, to the point where hospitalizations, uh, you know, verge of death. So that's what we're talking about here. And um, I just figured, you know, Bowling is fun. We can all bowl for child abuse, and it's kind of a fun way to raise money for a great cause without going into details. You know, um, a lot of people don't want to hear about child abuse, so I thought, how can I have a fun way to raise money for these kids? And it was a huge success. We had, like, 40 celebrities come out. I think all the fans had a lot of fun. I've got vendors already lined up for next year. It's going to be bigger and better next year. We'll probably double or triple the size of the event. And um, speaking of Thanksgiving, for all the listeners, Dan Kroll and the Kroll Show actually sponsored a lot of our events, so I'm extremely thankful for you guys, and um, all the money went to charity, and we just came out, you know, we made money, we raised a lot of awareness, and it was, it was just a huge success, so thank you so much, and um, oh. thanks for asking me about it, because yep. anybody's welcome, and next year we're hoping to sell even more tickets. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. It's As you said, it's an important cause. And last week on the show, we talked about uh, kids who don't have enough to eat and in our own communities. And now we're talking about child abuse. You know, it really is important to make a difference for the kids because they'll be in our positions soon enough. So, I mean, I kind of think that uh, it's a very important cause. So I was glad to be part of it. Absolutely. You know, with we talk. Thanksgiving, it's our Thanksgiving show and things that we're thankful for. Jen, I am sure that you are aware that your fans are incredibly thankful that they don't just get to see you weekdays on Days of Our Lives, but now they get to see you online, digital series, Youthful Days. We'll keep them hanging. It's a cliffhanger. We'll talk about days in a bit. Let's do Youthful Days here. What is Youthful Days? How did you get involved? Um, Youthful Days is a teen soap opera, so it's open to anybody, but it's kind of like Revenge slash Dawson's Creek, so it's kind of that genre. Um, Brian James, the creator, is one of my very dear friends, and he has been begging me to be on the show for about three years, and I've turned him down. You know, every year I'm like, I don't have time for that, Brian, and you know, like, that's great, but you know, what are you shooting? I'm just like really particular. I turned on projects a lot, <laughs> which actually you should as an actor, but I, you know, I'll be like, I don't know. What are you shooting with you? What are you shooting on? I'm kind of a snob when it comes to which roles I'll do. So he kept <laughs> writing these, you know, scripts and he rewrote this poor character. He rewrote her like four times. So I was like, no, I don't like this. This and that. So after three years of begging, I finally caved um, on behalf of my friend and that's how I got looped in, but it's a great show. It's in the third season. They're having a ton of success. Um, my character, Natalie, is extremely different than, um, than Teresa. You know, she's kind of like the redeemed version of Teresa that 
you know, she started out um, just kind of having, like, maybe a bit of a shady past, but by the time she comes on the scene, that's her backstory. By the time she comes on the scene, she's really had a change of heart, and she's decided to use her money and her her wealth and her family background for good and kind of try to redeem the Cardin name. Her last name is Cardin. Um, so, yeah, I've just had a lot of fun. That's how I got looped in. And um, this is the first week, I believe, that she is finally going back to her hometown. So she's about to collide. Um, her story is about to collide with a lot of the main cast. So it's heating up, and it should be really fun. I like that you mentioned a bit of a shady past. For those listening, show of hands, who doesn't have a bit of a shady past? <laughs> right. They're lucky we're on radio because I'm sure there'd be a lot of hands that are raised in the air. One thing that's interesting, too, is now that you're a part of it, this third season, which is online now, and we'll talk about where folks can go in a minute, but it looks like there's a lot of other soap favorites who've become involved. I know that Chriselle Staus yeah. is in and David Gregory. Who else will fans be able to see when they tune into Youthful Days? Um, Eileen Davidson is coming on the scene. I believe that Galen might have, Galen Gehring might have done an episode. Um, I know, I think Robert Scott Wilson did an episode. So I'm not exactly sure who all is involved, but I know Eileen Davidson will be coming, which is very exciting. She's obviously a powerhouse and amazing. So that's really great news for I mean, you, you mentioned that uh, you know you had been busy to do things. Eileen Davidson. Let's just talk about her. She's uh, turning to days. She's on the Young and the Restless. She's on the Real Housewives. She's going to be in Youthful Days. Does Eileen Davidson ever sleep? Do we think? I mean, I think she's like the one person that's probably like twice as busy as I am, and I don't know how she does it. I, I was just working with her um, this week, and I was like, dude, like how what. How? I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't sleep, but I don't understand. <laughs> she's like, I don't either. I was like, okay. She's amazing. And she knows she shows up and she, she nails it every time. So, I mean, props off, you know, hats off to her. I mean, I don't know how she does it. She's, she is a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. And she deserves all the success that she's had. She's very kind and, and amazing at her job. Now, her, ironically, I guess it works out well, her appearance mm -hmm. back on Days won't be for a while because of the production schedule. She'll be popping up a little bit later. <laughs> Six months from now. Days, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's great. But Youthful Days, it's on Sunday. How can folks watch it? That's the thing that, you know, people always want to know. There's so many mm. things online. Where do they need to go? What do they need to do? And is there anything special that they need to do to be able to watch Youthful Days? Nothing special they need to do. It's super easy. They just need to go to their web browser and type in Youthful Days, but it's D-A-Z-E, like you're in a daze, youthfuldays.com. And all the episodes are there, all of the, from past seasons and this season and the bios. It's a very easy website to navigate. So that's the trick. <laughs> Pretty simple. That's easy. That's what we like. We don't like to, you know, have to do a dance. We don't want any difficult <laughs> choreography to figure out in order to watch. Exactly online series but what we do like Jen is we like to have a little bit of information we also know that there are folks who are listening today who may not be and this might surprise us but they may not be as up to their days of our lives history as we would want them to be so I'm going to give you a challenge if oh, you're golly. prepared to accept it all In right I'm probably going to fail <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving I'm we so have to think positively okay, everyone can laugh with me or at me I don't mind I'm going to give you 60 seconds. I will be watching okay. the clock, so don't go over. In 60 okay. seconds or less, I want you to tell us everything that we need to know about your character, Teresa Donovan, starting from the beginning of everything that you know. How much okay. can you get in in 60 seconds? Are you ready? Yes. 
All right, go. Okay, her real name is Jeannie. It's Jeannie Teresa Donovan. It was originally Jeannie Caroline Donovan after her grandmother Caroline. She is Shane and Kim's um, kids. She was a kid. She was born in 1991. She has a brother named Andrew. I'm one of the only characters that hasn't really been sorest, which means soap opera rapid aging syndrome. Um, Shane, my dad, was in the CIA or something like that. Not really that. I don't know what it was called. He's a spy. And he was kind of overseas when I was little. Um, they do have some money. The mother, my mother, Kimberly, had multiple personalities. She was a prostitute. Shane redeemed her from that. She was a prostitute for Victor Kiriakis undercover in order for my dad, who was a spy. He kind of hired her or something like that. Then they had Jeannie. Uh, then the dad left and he went overseas on some missions. So she was kind of raising the kids alone. Ten uh, they got a divorce. They got remarried, blah, blah, blah. And so she's kind of at a rough path. She, she has a lot of daddy issues, a lot of parental issues. She has six felonies. She is now in Salem from LA because a judge has given her, uh, leniency as long as she is regulated and she's on probation. So she's married to Brady Black. She put his dad in a coma said that she did it so she didn't have to go back to jail. She really loves Brady. She just had her baby snatched by Kristen Demira. Doesn't know it yet. She's not pregnant. And here we are. She works at the hospital, and her best friend's name is Ann Milbauer, but she only likes her so much. And she has a half-sister named Eve, who is her half-sister through Shane Donovan. Uh, and she works in HR. Bzz, okay, so that was a minute and 30 seconds, but it was so oh. entertaining. <laughs> I was just going to let you go. I would have let you go probably as long as you wanted. Like, what are you going to stop me? I feel like I keep going. And, you know, I was like, this minute is long. All right. Well, I, you can't. I mean, you can't interrupt the soap opera history. You had everything down. That's kind of amazing. Well, I don't remember what his spy agency was called. I can never remember because it's like not a real one. But I'm like, they're, I don't know. You know, they're, they're never really real ones. But <laughs> like, I don't remember what it's actually called, but in Virginia, where I grew up, it's the CIA. Hello, Langley. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> we have been running, and it's amazing. And for those of you, you can probably uh, listen to the replay back when we archive the show. Play it in slow motion and follow along, because there was a lot yeah, of Yeah, and if you listen to it backwards, you'll hear, like, a poetry. <laughs> you'll hear a poem. <laughs> if they listen to it backwards, you know you'll come out looking really good because you'll have committed no crimes at the end of the, the speed reading there. <laughs> We've been running a poll on crollcall.com for most of the week. It was asking, who do you think would bake, make a, well, bake, it's a Freudian slip, but who do you think would make a better mother, Kristen or Teresa? Teresa, 100%. Hello. Hello. Teresa, here's the thing. <laughs> Teresa loves kids. She's really close with her grandmother. She's really close with her little cousin, Sierra. Um, and I think that she is yearning for love and wants to be loved. And I don't think that Kristen doesn't, but I mean, my understanding is that Kristen's character might be a bit more of a sociopath. Um, whereas Teresa's kind of just damaged goods and she puts on a front, but she's a little more vulnerable than she lets on. So I think Teresa. We are but, almost I mean, come on, out she's of- not going to be mother of the year. Let's be honest. Well, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. again, everybody out there, show of hands. Uh, <laughs> we're almost out of time. I want to make sure that we get this in because it is Thanksgiving. Jen Lilly, what are you most thankful for? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I'm most – I'm most thankful for Jesus, but I'm, I'm most thankful, I guess, for just having a house and a roof over my head and clean drinking water. I mean, honestly, I, I like really, the simple things, it's huge. We're so fortunate. You know, I'm so fortunate that I have a job and that I can pay my mortgage. I mean – I think it's literally like just the simple things that are actually a really big deal, you know. So that's what I'm super thankful for. It is certainly 
as we're going to hear later in the show, it's very important to start. If you feel as though you're having difficulties, always start with something simple. Uh, Cynthia James will, will tell us that, you know, you woke up this morning. That's something to be thankful yeah, for above huge. all else. So, uh, I mean, we are, unfortunately, we're out of time. I want to let everybody know that you can catch <laughs> Jen Lilly in Season 3 of Youthful Days at youthfuldays.com. You can check her out on Days of Our Lives. It's weekdays on NBC. Check your local listings. And, of course, you know, keep up on all of the, the latest goings on with her character on Days on SoapCentral.com. Jen, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out, especially while you're on set, for uh, coming oh, here to visit thank you. Oh, and also, I have a Christmas single coming out next week with Eric Marzoff, Baby, It's Cold Outside. It'll be on iTunes, so everybody should check it out. <laughs> and that's amazing. And as soon as it comes out, we are going to be blasting the links that you can go and listen to it because uh, that sounds like it's going to be kind of amazing. It's going to be amazing. Thanks for having me on. and Have a great rest of your show. Thank you, Jen. We have to take a quick break, everybody, but we will be back with more. Stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com It's the Kitchen Witch with another helpful holiday tip. For moist, delicious turkey, make a cranberry herb butter. Just mix a half cup of softened butter with a quarter cup of chopped fresh poultry herbs. Add a tablespoon of cranberry sauce and the zest of an orange. Roll in plastic, kind of like a cigar. Refrigerate until firm and then cut into discs. Using your hands, you're going to place those discs under the skin of the turkey before roasting. Now, let's get back to Dan with more of this week's special Thanksgiving Survival Guide edition of Crow Call. That rejoinder music that you heard was Color My World by Chicago, and it's appropriate because my next guest wrote a book called Color Your Style. It has all sorts of great information about what color clothing will make you look best in every sort of situation, but his new book, if this is possible, has an even more amazing title. It's How to Win at Shopping. Who doesn't like to win? Who doesn't like shopping? It sounds like win-win here. So David Zyla is here to talk a little bit about a Black Friday playbook. David, I have to say, I usually hide under the bed on Black Friday. Oh, gosh. Well, I, after, our, after our little chat, I don't think you will anymore, Dan. I hope you don't. Okay. Uh, I mean, I previewed at the top, you know, if you are going to go out there, I feel like you need to have football pads and helmets and all sorts of other things. But I believe you, David. We'll we'll see what you have to say. So, uh, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I am so glad to have you. I've been looking forward to this. You've had it booked for quite some time. So let's get right to it. True or false, David? Black Friday is the best day to get the best deals on shopping. It's a pretty good day for that, um, but I will reveal that um, retailers are actually starting Black Friday, quote-unquote, a heck of a lot earlier. Um, over 40% of Americans are starting their holiday shopping before Halloween. 
Um, and this is they're they're shopping earlier and earlier, and so we're seeing a lot of wonderful deals starting a little earlier, especially online. Um, but yes, on the actual Black Friday, there are some very exclusive deals that happen just on that day. Well, people are starting earlier because they put the Christmas stuff out at Easter now, I think, in the stores. At least it seems that way. <laughs> I, I think you come back from your summer vacation and it's up. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's up very early. And it gets us in that mood uh, very, very early. Just as a sort of a random question on this, is there anything that we should not buy on Black Friday? Is there anything that maybe it's either better to hold off or better to buy way before Black Friday? You know what? Uh Having, buying anything that you don't need, either for yourself or as a gift, you should avoid on that day. A lot of us will get really into that frenzy of, you know, oh, this is normally this amount of money and I can get it for this much if I stand in line and I'm, you know, in the first 200. Um, and we get very excited by the theater of it all. And, and so my best advice would be stay focused. Um, you know, put a list together ahead of time. Uh, the re- if you are going to a live sale, um, you know, check out ahead if they're actually going to have the item you want and if it's at the price point that you want to pay for it as well. So, I mean, I guess it's really easy to get caught up in the whole hoopla. You plan to go and buy a TV for, you know, $20, and then you see all sorts of other things that may or may not be what you went in for, and that's a good way to end up spending money, you know, that you didn't plan to spend. So the list probably really helps. The list helps a lot. And also, you know, come up with a budget, you know, and understand that, yeah, you can go over budget on one gift, but then you've got to make it up somewhere else. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, you have to, you know, put that list together and, and do it ahead. Put a lot of thought into it. Um, Maybe you have, like, the gift that you want to buy someone, and then maybe you also have a backup gift also. I also would say be strategic. Um, If you're going to go to an actual uh, sale in person, um, you know, go to the area where the most important item is going to be at the price you want to pay. Don't get caught up with, you know, buying your way to that item. If your goal is on one specific thing, Keep that in your for, in the forefront for sure. Now, this may make me sound like some sort of crazy person, David, but um, it wouldn't be the only thing. I am someone. <laughs> go on, go on, Dan. <laughs> you know, it's a confessional hour. I feel like uh, it's like going back to when I was in Sunday school. Uh, I have a tendency to buy things for Christmas all year round. I have a special hidden spot in my home. You know, if I see something in June that I think, hey, that'd be good for so-and-so, particularly clothing, I'll buy it then. Is that a good idea or is that just a great way to be a crazy person? Dan, you are hardly crazy. In fact, I think you're quite brilliant. Um, One of the tips in how to win at shopping is to suggest shopping year-round for holiday gifts. It always gives you an edge on finding that perfect thing. Um, And when you think about it, it gives you access to at least four times the amount of choices that you would have during that one, quote-unquote, you know, official holiday selling season. You know, so it it really, um, it increases the odds of matching each person on your list with the absolute perfect gift for them. And also, um, you know, four times a year, you have that possibility of finding something on sale or on clearance as well. 
Well, the question then, there are some people who are very particular. Is it gauche to give someone something at Christmas time that may have been, you know, the, the collection or whatever it is from the previous year? Isn't that going to get you in trouble? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, here's the thing. If something really suits someone, like if you know that, you know, your mom always, you know, loves cashmere scarves, you know, and you know what colors that she looks absolutely beautiful in, um, I, I don't think she's going to care, oh, this was last year's um, scarf, you know, that, that Kay, I saw it last year in the stores. I think, you know, if it's right for someone, it's right for someone. Um, in my other book, Color Your Style, I talk about, you know, using clothing to really showcase who we are and kind of letting go of that idea of, well, this is the trend right now and thinking more about, well, what really showcases me at my past. I have in my hand, quite literally, I'm, I'm holding it right now, I have How to Win at Shopping in my hand. There is something in here, a tip that, you know, there's great, there's actually, there's, what, 297 insider secrets, but there's one that stood out to me that blew my mind away, and I'm going to get you to explain a little bit. You mentioned that, you know, if you go into the store and you can't find your size, but you end up finding the size item on one of the mannequins to ask. Well, we, you know, we all think that we know that, that's, that's fine, but you're saying you should ask for a discount because the item was on the mannequin. Can you do this? Can you go in and ask them to change the price of things, David? You know what? You can ask anything. Um, the really? worst possible situation would be someone saying no. Um, many times when an item is used on the mannequin, you know, it's been pinned, um, you know, maybe it's been in a window and so on. And when we think about it, you know, back in the, gosh, 1850s, there would be traveling salesmen with, quote-unquote, sample items that they would show people that then they would order off of. And so we've had, we have this concept that this sort of prototype or sample that's used to sell um, is, you know, has been looked at for a while, and it's been, you know, quote-unquote, you know, used in a way. So there is the possibility of a manager saying, sure, we'll give you 10% off. I've seen it happen. That's amazing. I guess the other side of that is something that's on a mannequin that people are, are pawing over and looking at. Then there's online shopping, where I guess a lot of people like the touch, the feel, the fabric of their lives, whatever it is, when they're, they're seeing things. So what do you say to people who are nervous about buying clothing online because they don't have that ability to have the tactile sensation? Well, until we have, you know, monitors where we can, you know, have touch on there, um, my best advice there is use the Zoom option, um, read uh, any sort of reviews of a product. Um, you know, when you hear three or four times, oh, my goodness, the fabric is so lush and so beautiful and it drapes really well, that's a really good sign. You know, there is nothing like you know, actually touching something. But I also have to say that online retailers have gotten so advanced in their customer service, that idea that you can speak to a rep, you know, when the little box pops up. Um, their return policies are so fantastic. Um, so what I would say is, you know, do a, do a little research. I think my, my general tip for all of Black Friday and all of shopping in general is, you know, do a little research. Find out. You know, we have the access to, you know, read what other people's experience of a certain brand or item were. 
I think as long as there are photos of nude Kardashians out there, we need to keep touch monitors uh, a thing of the future. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that you're we going to need... single-handedly work on that. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure. There's probably all sorts of other things. Uh, something else that I have a question about. You know, people they may not have the luxury of doing this because our schedules are so packed with things. Something that I've noticed is that if you go to a store often enough, David. You can sort of see where the the price range is. You can sort of see how they fiddle with sales on things and what percentages off they are. Is there something to that? Should you go with what you know on a lot of these uh, shopping excursions? You know, at the the bottom line is, what do you want to pay for a shirt or what do you want to pay for a pair of shoes? You know, so when you see, you know, promotional price, you know, if it's a price you want to pay, pay it. You know, but if your idea is, you know, I, I can spend X amount on a pair of shoes and it's not in your budget, well then, you know, look for options. And yes, stores do um, put specific merchandise in certain areas. Um, for instance, uh, the most expensive merchandise in a store is always going to be in the very plushly carpeted area. Um, the idea is the the carpeting, you know, slows you down a little bit and makes you take notice. Um, and if you're a mom with a stroller, you're stuck there. Like, you're not moving very quickly through that. So um, it, it definitely, you know, retail is theater, you know, and, and the idea that retailers want to, um, they want to delight us with a selection and get us very interested in, in buying something. And so... So, yes, it, there's a, a real strategy to all of that. Shopping mall quicksand, the plush carpet. Avoid it, people. Avoid it. So, <laughs> I'm looking or, or, or embrace it if, if you, you know, you want to make that, you know, the, the splurge purchase. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm picturing there'll be people there. There'll be little kids in strollers stuck in the carpeting. It's sort of like a Jurassic <laughs> Park tar pit or something of Neiman Marcus. Sorry, Neiman Marcus. I'm sure it's fine. I'm looking, we're always at a time. I want to make sure, uh, you know, a lot of people, the other side of this, they're getting ready to go to a Thanksgiving gathering or dinner. They want to look their best. It's a very short amount of time, about two minutes to explain this. Is there a foolproof way that uh, people now listening can know the best color that they should wear to their Thanksgiving gathering so that they look thankful and festive and, and all that other good stuff? I can absolutely do that. And, and the first thing I would say is, you know, don't subscribe to the quote-unquote colors of any season, meaning, you know, when we think of Thanksgiving, we think of rust and pumpkin and browns and so on. If those colors don't look good on you um, and you don't feel comfortable in them, don't go out and buy an outfit in it, you know, to just say, okay, well, I'm going to look in the mood. You know, but what I would say is, why not go for colors um, that look great on you? And so a really quick, easy tip I can give you is, if you pinch your fingertip, um, you're going to find your, quote-unquote, romantic color or your version of red. Um, it's a really beautiful, festive color. You can use it at Thanksgiving or at, at the, uh, the winter holidays as well. Um, and it's going to be a pink or an orange. It's going to be a lipstick color. And a great thing to do is pinch your finger, go up to a, the cosmetics counter, and hold your fingertip up to various lipsticks um, and see what color you see there. And it's, Again, it's going to be some sort of a blush tone for sure. And that color is a vivacious, 
fantastic, super festive color to wear. Hopefully, all of these tips will prepare everyone out there for their Black Friday shopping. But just in case it's not enough and you're wondering, you need more advice or something, I've got good news. David will be back with us in a couple of weeks to discuss how to buy a winter coat and also offer some great last-minute Christmas and Hanukkah shopping advice. You can pre-order his book, How to Win It Shopping, now. We've got the links on our Twitter feed at Crow Call Show and on our website at CrowCall.com. David, thank you for taking some time out of uh, whatever holiday craziness is going on to be here with us. Oh, thank you so much and and have a wonderful Black Friday underneath your bed. <laughs> Hopefully there's not a lot of dust bunnies or, or I don't get you stuck in the plush. You might want to sleep now. I'm just I saying. You might, want to, you might want to prepare and do some, you know, some research too. I may get stuck in the plush carpeting and no one will ever find me. That would be terrible. Okay, guys. If the holidays get you stressed out, we've got a fix for you coming up. After the break, stay tuned. Crow Call will be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com It's the Kitchen Witch again with a fabulous holiday tip for using leftover cranberry sauce and turning it into a super easy holiday dessert. All you do is bring one cup of canned cranberry sauce or jelly to the boil along with a tablespoon of orange juice, an ounce and a half of Grand Marnier, and a half teaspoon of cinnamon. Whisk until the sauce is smooth and pour that over cold vanilla ice cream. Top with whipping cream and chopped pecans. So good. For more tips like these and my printable make-ahead Thanksgiving dinner planner, please be sure to visit lindsaythekitchenwitch.com. Now let's get back to Dan with more of this week's special Thanksgiving survival guide edition of Crow Call. By its very definition, Thanksgiving is a day for giving thanks. It's also morphed into a day of football and eating way more than we probably plan to. But while many people look forward to gathering together with family, for some, the thought of the holidays is anything but happy. Cynthia James is a transformational specialist whose affirmative living has quite literally helped people turn their frowns upside down. She's here today with guidance on surviving what can be a really stressful time of the year. Cynthia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Dan. So happy to be here and so happy to be with your wonderful uh, people that listen to you so regularly. I am so happy to have you here as well, because what we're going to be talking about today, I think, is something that everyone who is listening will be able to get some information out of. It's, there are so many ranges that go on during the holidays, but before we get into that, since this is your first visit, let's introduce you to the listeners. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, I call myself a champion for change. You know, I am 
passionate about working with people, and I've worked with thousands of people all over the world, to just really move into a place of health and strength and mind, body, and spirit, where you move from overwork and overwhelm and from being mad to being motivated. I'm very passionate about showing people how they can awaken to the truth within themselves and be strong and clear and powerful and on purpose. We talked a little bit in the introduction. I mentioned affirmative living. What is this for folks who are listening? I mean, it sounds sort of, I guess, an easy concept. Affirmative, we know what that means. We know what living means. But what does it mean when we put them together? Well, it really means that you are learning to stand for yourself, put yourself first, take care of yourself, and live in a way that you are choosing to uh, express your power, your presence, your gifts, and your light in the world. Folks who hear that, they may think, you know, the idea of it, it appeals to just about everybody. But I think that there probably are also some folks who are listening and saying, you know what, Cynthia, sometimes in my life, bad things are happening, and it's not always easy to do that. I don't know that I'm going to be able to be the one who can, while I'm going through all of these things, look on the brighter side. You know, I totally get that, but this is what I want to say to everyone. I came from a childhood of violence and abuse, and so according to my history, I should not be doing what I'm doing today. But I learned affirmative living through a lot of different techniques and education, and I want you to know, really, freedom's a choice. And if you learn to get tools and practice those tools consistently, your life and your consciousness will change. Change. We, there's so many things that go on with change at this time of the year. We talk about we changed clocks a bit ago. We're changing seasons. You know, it, it's getting colder in a lot of places. And Thanksgiving and, and Christmas and New Year's and winter, you know, these are times when a lot of people face a lot of challenges. In your experience, what is it that makes this time of the year so, many, so challenging for so many people? You know, it's a great question. Here's the thing. We have an expectancy that holidays are going to support us. We have this expectancy that we're going to have joy and it's going to be great. And then comes in the reality. We've got families of origin that can be interesting. We've got people that disappoint us. We've got challenges that are happening in terms of finances and, and work. And what happens is we start focusing on the challenges and those interesting people in our life instead of understanding that that we actually are responsible for our joy. It lives within us. And it's not so easy when everywhere you look there are commercials and things that are saying, joy, 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 and that may not be the experience of the moment, but you can choose it, and it starts with gratitude. Gratitude sometimes is hard for people, I mm -hmm. think, I've found. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems, even... Talking of personal experience, sometimes it's easy to deflect from it. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's easy to overlook it. What do we need to do to be able to fully embrace that gratitude? Well, the first thing I want to say is that to bring to your conscious awareness that everything that has happened to you has brought you to this moment. Mm -hmm. And you can start by being grateful for that. And... Um, because everything that you are is, an, is a, a culmination of the experiences of your life. And, and the second thing is to start with simple gratitude. I woke up this morning. I can breathe. I can see. 
I have a roof over my head. Just simple things like that allow you to move out of the awareness of spiraling down into that rabbit hole that says there's not enough and things aren't working. We are talking with Cynthia James. You can visit her website at CynthiaJames.net. And there's even an app that you can download. And for 100 days, you'll receive a positive message of affirmative living. And, of course, you can follow her on Twitter. But we're going and talking about Thanksgiving since we are now less than a week away from Thanksgiving. There are, Cynthia, as you mentioned, there are challenges sometimes. You know, you have your crazy Aunt Sally who (laughs) may like to cause trouble at the dinner table. Or there may be other things that are maybe more universal, where couples, they get into an argument over whose family they should spend Thanksgiving with or whose family they should spend Christmas with. And there are there are a lot of things that go on. There are maybe also folks who don't have a family this time of year to be able to spend their Thanksgiving with. So there are really a lot of things, and I don't know that we'll be able to pinpoint all of them, but what do you say for folks who are looking at these things and saying, you know what, Cynthia, it's great to have this, the idea, but some things I don't know that I can change them. I don't know what I'm going to do in this situation. Well, the first thing I want to say is that you're not going to change anyone or anything and, you know, to, to not argue with the reality of what is because it's happening. But you can choose, you know, I have a, I was born into a very interesting family, but I have created over time a family of choice. Mm-hmm. I have friends and people that love me and support me that, that weren't bought into, born into my family. And so one of the things I can say to people is even if there's one person that you can connect to that's not your family of origin and, and, and brings you joy and light, connect with them. It could be a phone call. It could be a text. It could be an email. If you're in different parts of the country, reach out to those people that get you, that see you, that honor you, because they're the blessings, you know, and you're not going to change, you know, who uh, is happening to be drinking or acting crazy at your dinner table of family, and you're not going to be able to change what's happening with your spouse's choice and your choice, but you can give thanks for those people that can honor you in the moment, that may be a place where you can just vent for the moment so that you can take your best self into that experience that's upcoming. And you've said stop resisting and give thanks for everything. What does that mean Mm -hmm. to you? Well, that means that, you know, Aunt Sally's not going to stop being uh, difficult. That means that you're not going to agree with certain people about certain things. But what it can mean is... You know, I I um I used to not like going to a certain family events, but what I did like was seeing certain cousins. What I did like was being able to go out and walk in nature while I was there. What I did like was the food because everybody loved food and they brought great food. So I could just put my attention on those blessing moments and those blessing things and not put my attention on what was going to happen possibly because a lot of stuff is making stuff up and you start forecasting into the future before it's even happening because it's based on your past experience. And I think, too, whether we want to admit it or not, we have the Internet, which sometimes allows people to immediately go out and put the negative spin on Mm -hmm. everything. And I think that Mm -hmm. there's 
there's really a temptation sometimes to buy into it because it seems, Cynthia, it seems that that's what's rewarded with retweets and favorites and millions of followers. How do we get around that? How do we not fall into that pitfall? Well, I think we become the change we want to see. I think that we start posting, you know, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see an, a ton of affirmations or, my, or on my Twitter feed, tons of affirmations for people because I really want people to get that what you take into your consciousness, what you speak, what you think becomes your reality. So if you want to feel better, post things that support you. Find tweets that, that support you and retweet them because if we want to change the, the reality and the, the experience of our life, we have to be proactive and active in, in doing it ourselves, not just waiting for someone else to give it to us. And as I've always said, it takes just as much time to post a tweet about something that's negative as it does to post about something that you like. So I don't know. For me, it, it, you know, if there were a time difference, sure, maybe people could use that as an argument. But for me, it takes the same amount of time, Cynthia, so I don't understand why. You know, let's, uh, it's not about being a Pollyanna. It's not about uh, – we have a negative connotation, I think, for people who like to look on – on the positive side. Well, we do, but you know, this is what's interesting. If you look at um, science and and statistics, they will tell you that your body responds to both positive and negative. You know, it, it, it responds in the neural paths that you create. And so why not start feeding yourself with things that will, that will, have lower blood pressure and a calmer demeanor and a peace of mind instead of things that will rile you up and upset you. And that doesn't mean that we just turn away and don't, don't look at things that are happening in the world. But what it does mean is you get to choose what you take in. We are less than seven days from Thanksgiving, and I'm wondering, is there something that you can tell us now, something very briefly for the folks who are listening, to lead us through something that can help us get to that point where perhaps we've calmed ourselves. Is there, is there something that we can do now? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I would invite you to create a Thanksgiving gratitude list. And I would invite you to start today and put seven things today that you're grateful for. And then tomorrow add another seven things, seven different things. So that by the time you get to um, the Thanksgiving Day, you will have this list of things that you're grateful for, that you can take with you, that you can step aside from anything that's happening in the environment that might, might not be supportive, or if you're being alone, that you can just go over that list and use it as a time of contemplation. You know, two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. So if you are bringing in that gratitude and those things that you're grateful for, it will take you to a place of peace. Sort of unrelated to this, you mentioned that two things can't really occupy the same space. The hardest question I'm going to ask you today, it is a Thanksgiving discussion. Is there a favorite food that you wait all year for because you know that you can only get it at Thanksgiving? Everyone wants to know, Cynthia. Let's, let's talk Thanksgiving food. Oh, okay, there's two. I, I can get it at other times, but it's better at Thanksgiving, and it's black-eyed peas and greens. It's funny. Now, with that, are you someone who is selective? Uh, about your black-eyed peas and greens where you just won't eat anyone's or are you just happy that, you know, perhaps 
that they're there and, and present and ready to be eaten. Oh no, I'm very picky. You know, I, you know, uh, I'm a vegetarian, so I grew up with you know you got to have greens with pork and all this yeah. stuff in it. But there are certain people in my life who know how to make uh, black eyed peas and greens for vegetarians that are nummy and taste almost as good as when I grew up, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> what, what's your favorite? Oh my gosh, that's like asking me to pick my favorite day of the week. I don't know. I love. <laughs> everything. Uh, for me, I think something about Thanksgiving food, they could be the same food every day, but it feels like it's cooked with more love on Thanksgiving. There's just something about all of the food. Um, and I'm the one now, I'm the one who likes to do the cooking. Um, so it, it's fun to be in the kitchen all day. It's fun to have people come in and, and cook their contributions to the, to the meal and, you know, have everyone talking and laughing as they're eating the food before they're supposed to. I enjoy that aspect of it, I think. Oh, me too. Well, I, totally. And I think there is a lot of love that goes into to the food. Well, now that we have sufficiently made everyone hungry and they're <laughs> now looking forward to gathering around the table for whatever food it is that they're choosing to enjoy on Thanksgiving, I do want to let everyone know that you are going to be dropping by here on Crow Call from time to time as our life coach, helping us through some of the difficult moments. And I think that that's very exciting, and I'm so happy to be able to tell people that you'll be back. Oh, I'm so happy. I, I love what you do, and I love connecting with you. It, it feels like I'm talking to a family member, and we're really tight. Well, next time we talk, since you know we feel like family members, we need to bring food together. <laughs> we, need to, <laughs> we need to make sure that we, we do the whole thing that you know it's Thanksgiving, it's gathering together, it's food, it's it's being grateful, it's all of that. Cynthia, I want to thank you so much for dropping by for our Thanksgiving survival show. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving to you, Dan. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And for those of you who are listening, for more information about Cynthia James, visit her official website at CynthiaJames.net. You can follow her on Twitter at RevCynthia. Stay tuned because we'll be right back. It's the Kitchen Witch with a final tip for making an easy appetizer called Cranberry Brie Bundles. Just brush four sheets of phyllo pastry with melted butter, placing one sheet on top of the next. Cut into three by three inch squares and then place each square butter side down into a 24 count mini muffin tin. Add a teaspoon of cranberry sauce and a cube of brie cheese and pinch the tops together with more butter. Make ahead and freeze and then bake in a 400 degree oven for 20 minutes. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Now let's get back to Dan and this week's special survival guide edition of Crow Call. Now, unfortunately, we are out of time for this week's show. I would like to thank all of my guests this week, Jen Lilly, David Zyla, and Lindsay Wells, the Kitchen Witch. For more information about the book, How to Win It Shopping, if you want to know how to watch Youthful Days, or to get information about getting daily affirmative living tips on your smartphone or tablet, follow us on Twitter at Crawl Call Show. And, of course, visit our official website at CrollCall.com. That is also the place to go where you can listen to any of our past shows on demand anytime. It is completely free, which I love. You can also get information about how you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes 
and automatically have new episodes delivered to your iTunes every time you sign on. That's a lot of fun. Speaking of things that are fun, next week we have a show that I know many of you have been looking forward to. It is a countdown of lost hits of the 80s and favorite hits of the 80s and 90s. I'll be joined by real-life couple and Tony nominees Orfe and Andy Carl. It is going to be a great show. I guarantee that you will be singing along with us by the end of the show. So when you are done all of your Black Friday shopping, join us Friday, November 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, right here at the same place. That is it, though, for this week. On behalf of the entire Kroll Call family, I'm Dan Kroll wishing you an early happy Thanksgiving. We are so thankful that you tune in and join us every week, and we hope that you will also join us again next time. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 